We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Week 2 Fantasy Football Recap Show, the simulcast by Roto Experts and SportsGrid and Roto Grinders. You probably know this show as the Guildcast. I am Davis Maddock. I am joined by Sammy Reed and Nate Noling. And let me tell you, folks, we are not happy. Uh, none of us played the Patriots defense in cash. Uh, some of us were very invested in the Steelers offense, both in tournaments and in cash games. Um, it, it just, I, I didn't even have a good tournament team to, to sweat. I, I like, I really didn't even have anything to hope for after halftime of the noon game, Sammy. It was, this was the worst day of fantasy football that I can remember. Uh, yeah, I, I, I Davis, definitely... you say this every year. <laughs> well, I have a short memory. I'm a fish. Fish have very short memories. <laughs> I mean, my, my bungus is still sore from what happened yesterday. I mean, it, the, the tilt is just so incredible. Like, for me, the Steelers lost in excruciating and spectacular fish fashion. Ben Roethlisberger's hurt. Juju, who, like, you know, we all had 100% of, did nothing. Sammy Watkins was useless. Camaro was useless. This Juju entire day was Juju useless. Juju didn't do nothing. Juju had uh, – okay, this is one thing I need to get out there. People who were like, Juju's a wide receiver three now that Ben is hurt, all this stuff. I That's the one thing I want to tell people is – Juju is, like, for real going to be fine. He is so good, and he is going to get targeted so much with Mason Rudolph. I'm actually not that worried about him. <laughs> Whatever. All you guys listening to this, there's some poor guy on a podcast telling <laughs> you <laughs> there's some There's some guy who had to swap to Latavius Murray in cash games yesterday <laughs> telling you that it's going to be fine. <laughs> Latavius, oh, this uh, is this this entire day is just this weekend is excruciating. I, I, I fortunately, I think this is what the people want because we all like won last week. This is yeah. I don't know if people. I don't know if people liked uh, last week's podcast where we were just like, we yeah. Win. So we, I mean, the the thing people reacted to the most strongly was me playing Kyler Murray in cash, tilting for three hours and then getting there at the very end. So this is a this is a show that people are going to enjoy, I guess. The biggest thing, though, is, like, who didn't get hurt in the NFL yesterday? Like, all the Philadelphia wide receivers got hurt. Drew Brees and Ben Roethlisberger got hurt. Damien Williams limped off. LaShawn McCoy limped off. James Conner limped off. Uh, there's just, like, there's it's just everybody's hurt, man. I, Even I when you off. played guys that didn't get hurt, the games were so affected by the injuries it didn't matter. Like, nobody was free from it. Yeah, and uh, you know, I mean, as long as you played, as long as you played the Patriots defense, scores were so won, low. Yeah. It was for real, probably enough because like, like one thirty was like cashing like low stakes triple ups. I I don't know. I I'm not looking at like the super high dollar games, but like one thirty would have just been like an utter smash. You, you would have you would have had seventy percent ROI with that. Oh my god! I don't know. Yeah. yeah, I ended up at one twenty four point three and didn't make money. I was tilting. It was frustrating. <laughs> but you, you didn't have the Patriots defense. No. I went Texans. 
Yeah, I mean, which, you know, what uh, what can you do? So, I guess, Nate, you scored the most points out of all of us then? Because I scored – I my swapped lineup scored 113. My non-swapped lineup scored 97. <laughs> Strong. <laughs> the, 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 double, the double digit score, Davis. All right, maybe I am looking forward to this show. I already feel better about yesterday. <laughs> That's that's well, my non my non swap my non swapped lineup is just the chalk lineup, like it just it was like uh, it basically it was one v one at quarterback versus like the most commonly used lineup and it, and it had a lot of like logical, uh I mean you know the, just there there are a lot of things that we are going to be able to talk about obviously. Yeah. All right, uh, double digits, Davis. I'm not even mad. I'm impressed. Well, that's why I well, had to swap, dude. That's great. All right, I I had one seventeen. Uh, Nate just smashed us at 124. Nate, Nate just coming yeah, in, just dunking. I mean, you don't do you not play head to heads though so much? I did play some head to head, so I mean, I, I made out a little bit, and then I had one yeah. You would have you would have gotten out alive with 124. I had one tournament team with like Mahomes, Saquon, um, that did well, um, but I it was not a good week for me. I mean. You guys, I, I even had, I even dude, had 124 didn't Robinson. cash double ups. 124 didn't cash double ups. I know was, I said 130. It was that close. Yeah. And I mean, oh, I, the Camara, Michael Thomas, Till with the Jaguars. Why, like why, why, didn't, why didn't Teddy Bridgewater throw the ball to Camara? Why didn't that happen? I don't that, understand what. Down, dude. That's like the game was, I didn't even have Breeze or anything. So it wasn't like I was tilting in the injury specifically. It was just the injury changed the whole, like, state of that game but I, I think the biggest thing I wanted to hear you guys thoughts on I saw a lot of people talking about the Josh Jacobs thing being fish after the fact and I knew going into the slate that like hey I normally don't play a running back that has this high a percentage of his overall projection being made up from just rushing like yeah. but at four point whatever he was at, he was at and I thought he was going to be 50 plus percent owned in cash games like I thought fading him was Fading him was a mistake, even though I didn't think he was going to have. And I want to hear what your guys' thoughts are on now. Like, do you do you think playing Jacobs and Cash was a mistake or no? I don't think it was, but I want to hear your thoughts. I think I think with what we expected his passing game usage to be, I don't think it was a mistake because Jacobs in college was a good pass catcher. That was like ostensibly one of the reasons why he was a first round draft pick and not a third round draft pick like his college teammate Damian Harris was that he was really good in the passing game and at some level you expect, you know, a little bit of rational coaching and you also would expect a team with a first round draft pick at running back to not bench that running back for Jalen Richard who's on like a veteran minimum contract so that that was where I was coming at it is I thought yeah a large part of his projection is going to be based off of rushing but also I I don't see any reason why he would not be used in the passing game basically yeah Uh, so so my take on this and you guys know this all week I was just texting you guys bro I am a hundred percent fading Jacobs this is donkey chalk I'm not going to get caught up like zero percent zero percent zero percent and then uh, Joe Mixon ended up playing, which like ruined all my amazing plans. And uh, you guys talked me into playing Jacobs in cash for these reasons. And I mean, you, you guys played are... Adrian Peterson, Sammy. Dude, I, I still think you should have played him, even just because of how owned he was. Like, yeah, if I think he, in cash, he if he gets fine. four more yards, if he gets four more yards and stumbles into the end zone, Sammy, and you don't have him at 50% owned your week is over like Look, how how big of a, a kick to the undercarriage was it that he finished with 99 yards it was just like the cherry on top of my week like he, he had the bonus too and, and because it was, it was taken a, away it was a miscredited thing by the stats provider deandre washington ran for four yards they credited it to Jacob. No, it was they had him as a one yard run and then after the drive they realized it wasn't even a yard on the run because I'm first down in 10, he got what was supposed to be uh, like th- three yards, but it really only came out to two. So it was wow. tough. It was I tough. Mean, here's, I, I just, I really wish I would have stuck to my guns. I wish I would have stuck to my guns and let you fish play Jacobs and me do the awesome things that I was going to do. And instead, I let you guys talk me into it, and now I'm poor. And that's the story. Well, I played who, zero. Would you, who would you have played? I don't played know what you would have done. Dead. Uh, I would have gone to Connor, um, who did score. He didn't have a great game. And, of he course, sucked. he got – Connor sucked. He got 13. With yeah. Connor, 
But with Connor, what were you couldn't do Kamara, Connor, and Eckler. No, I would have had I would have gone down to Cooks instead of uh Juju. And Cooks had a pretty decent game. Good game. I, that's who I ended up having to play was Cooks. Yeah. So scene. I mean re- regardless, like I, I I get the idea that when a running back is gonna be really chalky, um and he's cheap and he projects for a decent amount of touches, it's fine to play him in cash. And then you zero percent them in GPPs, which I did. Uh, but it felt bad, and I felt like I could really like smash on this slate if I just stuck to my guns. And you know, I mean, the the one saving grace is I wouldn't have smashed anyway. But like, I'm <laughs> I'm pissed. I played Jacobs, and you guys are fish. Yeah. All right. Well, let's let's go ahead and start at quarterback. Uh, you and I played Ben, or or no, I'm the only one that played Ben. I played golf. <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> Yeah, so I played I played Ben Roethlisberger, who uh, left after a quarter and a half with some sort of right elbow <laughs> inflammation. That uh, after, by the way, after he left the game, everyone from Pittsburgh, all the beat writers, said, "Oh, the team's known about this all week. It's been something that they've been concerned about. Would have been, you know, that would have been some nice information to have, you know, two hours before lock. Probably would have played golf. Actually, no, I would have played Josh Allen." Um, cause that's who the daily roto optimizer wanted. And, uh, you know, I, I just, I didn't need the cap basically. Cause I, I found the rest of the guys that I liked. And of course, Ben leaving was awful for Smith Schuster and not good for the rest of the Steelers offense. So the, so the thing, the thing I enjoyed the most about this is Davis in the middle of the slate texting us. Nah, it's fine. Ben fakes this every year and he comes back and he smashes. This is actually a good thing. Tell like, me, tell me that that's not true though. Tell me that like once a year Ben doesn't go to the sideline and fake an injury and then come back in. Uh that 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 actually does happen though. Yeah. Josh Dobbs came in on two games last year uh and, and had to do this whole thing. So, I was not I was not worried until Rudolph came out for the second half. And then when Rudolph came out for the second half, I was like, okay. Now now I'm now I'm now, now I'm broke. <laughs> Now, now, I, now I've had enough. Uh, Nate, you played – why did you play Goff instead of Josh Allen? Just because of the total. I thought Goff just felt more safe in this, even though I, I preferred uh, Allen in GPP. I mean, in, in cash games, like, I, I want a guy who I think – the Bills could totally put up seven points, and you wouldn't be surprised. Like, the Bills could bill at any time. And I think this Rams-New Orleans game, I just didn't see a way that this didn't end up being the game that I wanted most of my exposure to all week I just wanted exposure and I I don't know with with Goff I just there's no way LA was going to put up a bunch of points Goff wasn't that bad I mean he, no, he was I, I he just was think fun. Josh Allen was a better play in cash than than Goff was because he adds a little bit of that rushing upside and the Bills are and I mean the biggest thing is the Giants are the most like other than other than the Dolphins the Giants are the worst and most pathetic organization in pro football right now yeah yeah so, I mean, I get the Allen thing was was right there. I just felt like Allen was more of a GPB play and Goff is more of like a cash play that I'm looking for in my quarterback. But, um, I, I mean, was, Goff, I, Goff was fine. Yeah, yeah I, was, I was on board with that. I thought Allen was a good play. Actually, when we're talking about playing that swap where I didn't play Jacobs and I played Connor, I also would have had to play Allen, which I was totally fine with. But I agree with Nate that, you know, I wanted exposure to this game. Obviously, we all had Kamara on the other side. but you know, like you want some Rams exposure and we all talk about Ben's home road splits. Goffs are are really significant as well. Like last year he was like, I don't know, like 340 yards a game at home or something wild like that. So I I wanted exposure to both sides of this game. And, you know, anytime you can just smash in like as many players as you can from a 27 to nine game, you know, you just, you you just got to do it. And that's what we did. Yeah. I mean the they, that game ended up having a lot of points. The uh, the the Seahawks Steelers game, they just uh, none of them were recorded by Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> or no. or anybody really that that we wanted them to come by. Who scored in this game? How did this even happen? Vance McDonald, dude, two touchdowns from Mason Rudolph. I mean, just jam a bunch of trulies in and play Vance everywhere, and you're rich. Yeah, like, Tuttle Tuttle knew. Uh, I mean, if I if I could go back and play the slate again, I would play Josh Allen. I, I after like seeing the game flow of the games, I think he was the right yeah. play. If I yeah. could go back in time, I would just not play the slate at all. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, I would self exclude. So uh, now let's move on to wait. Can we talk back. about? Oh, go I ahead. I think we should talk about some. There was so many like 
quarterback things that I, like what about is Gardner Minshew like is this are we going to start to look at Gardner Minshew as a play Davis would have played him this week if if prices were a little different yeah if if Gardner Minshew was 4400 and the the cap was super tight I would have been like dude just lock and load him yeah this is a fact like I don't know what the slate looks like next week I haven't looked because like I don't want to open like my account right now but <laughs> like we're probably gonna play Minshew next yeah week. but like what here's here's the biggest question and it really deserves uh an answer why didn't we all just play Patrick Mahomes because we were all trying to jam in Kamara if 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 we had all not decided that Kam- well even more than that, if we had all not decided Kamara was a lock and we would have said we were fine with Connor, we all would have played Lamar Jackson, I think. Because that was I was going to say, Lamar Jackson was who I want. I, yeah. Looking back, I, I think Lamar Jackson was who I should have gotten up to. Yeah. Um, and I just fell in love with, like, these middling receivers that I did. I shouldn't have. But um, well, no, Mahomes he, he, was too priced. It's, I think playing a 7.5K quarterback in cash – most of the time is going to be a mistake. What about sure. playing? What about playing a seven thousand dollars quarterback next week? Baltimore at Kansas City. It's lit. It's yeah. You got to play that. Let's okay here. Let's uh, just right here. Let's take guesses on what the Chiefs' secondary wide receivers cost. So uh, Robinson and Hardman. What do you think that these guys cost on DraftKings.com? Hardman five point six. Robinson four point nine. Yeah, uh, Robin, Robinson is 5.2. Hardman is 5K flat. Oh, Kelsey Kelsey is going to be the most popular play of the slate. He is 7.1K on DraftKings. Ooh. Yeah. So, uh, oh, I don't know, though. Our, is, is our, Oakland's on the main slate, so are people going to jam in 4,100 Darren Waller against Minnesota? No. Probably not, right? No. Yeah. Um, all right, so let's move to running backs. So the three running backs that – I initially planned on playing. I think we all three had these guys, Austin Eckler, Alvin Kamara, Josh Jacobs. Yep. Sammy? Yes, yes. And two of them were good plays, and then there was Josh Jacobs. So Big Ben gets hurt and gets three points. So I swapped off of Jacobs, and I swapped off of Kamara for Latavius Murray and Damian Williams. Uh, Basically, Latavius Murray, I figured, was just the leverage play on Kamara. I knew 60% of my opponents were going to have Kamara. Anything happens to him, uh, the Saints get up to a big lead. That's very good for Latavius, not as good for or, or if they go down a bunch and they just decide not to throw to Kamara at all, despite it. Uh, well, it, that did happen, and Latavius got three points. So Latavius <laughs> was not a particularly strong swap. Although I don't, I don't really know what else I would have. I, I don't. I honestly really don't know. What can else we talk I would... about? Can we talk about the fact that you've been playing daily fantasy for like nine years, like like more than a third of your life, and you put Kamara not in your flex? Yeah, what was that move? I mean, it <laughs> wouldn't have changed anything. What like, you doing, dude? <laughs> it literally was. I'm sure it was just I had too many things going on on Sunday morning. You know, I'm trying to. <laughs> I'm, trying, I'm trying to max enter fantasy draft. I'm trying to do like the 1 p.m. only slate. Like literally, <laughs> I had too many things going. But don't on. you use an optimizer? You 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 push you not push for, 400 lineups out. Like no, not for cash. I do, I do my, I upload my GPP. I, so at the beginning of the week, I enter in all the tournaments and then I save that as one CSV and then I keep my head to heads and like all the, like everything I want my cash team in, in a separate CSV. I, I know it didn't end up mattering for your swaps. You would have done the well, same thing, fish, but yeah. the people need to know oh, like, what a giant totally. fish you are. Like, yeah. That's so bad. Yeah, obviously, obviously uh, not not super optimal. But, uh, I mean, I thought the Damian Williams swap had a chance to work out. I thought if, if there would have been one way that my team would have clawed back, it would have been Damian Williams basically outscoring Sammy Watkins. That would have been, that would have been huge. Damian, Damian had a fairly nice game, didn't he? Yeah, he had no production rushing. He had nine carries for eight yards, but he did have – he had one long catch. I think he had a reception for about 40 yards – and he was like one safety tackle away from having an 80-yard touchdown. Oh, I, I thought he scored. So I'm like, I'm like in this, dude. I, I'm in LA right now, and I've been at this wedding, and so I'm like railing this, like this, like great Jewish ceremony is going on, and they're lifting people in chairs, and I'm like on my phone, like, oh, what's happening in the Chiefs game? And uh, so I didn't like get to watch a lot of this, but I, I thought he had scored. 
Yeah, he. I mean, uh, th- that game. That game was crazy with touchdowns that were uh, that were called back. There was there was a lot there. So I mean, I think we all thought Eck- like Eckler was just stone cold. There just was no way to not play him, right? Yes, yeah. and yeah. you know it would have been really sweet is if he had uh, scored instead of fumbling on the one yard line that one time. Yeah, yeah. That, that his workload sweet. is his workload is is great. I mean, he's you know what did he have sixty seventy percent of the rushing attempt share with another uh, 16% Melvin, target share. Melvin Gordon. Yeah, he's it's, just the same Melvin Gordon, only cheaper right now. Yeah, he's second in the league so far in expected DK points for rush for running backs behind Christian McCaffrey above Saquon. So, I mean, he's, yeah. He's yeah, seven, 17 rushes, six targets for the second straight week, making an impact through the air and on the ground and getting goal line work. Uh, you know, yeah, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's what's going on there. Kamara, I mean, there's nothing to say. Like his his no, his I, the Kamara thing is, no. This Kamara thing was not a. There's nothing that we're going to gain from this. It was a complete anomaly. I mean, I'm I I'm know. just tilted. I'm just tilted because I caught like some of this game, and all I saw was Mike Thomas running these little short routes, and then Kamara being wide open, kind of like eight yards to the side, and Bridgewater just choosing to throw to Thomas every time instead. And Kamara just got nothing. He had, he had one catch. They were down the whole game, and he had one catch. Like, why? Why? Why did this happen? Because Teddy Bridgewater's not as good as Jabriz, and so things are just going to go sideways in a way that's not predictable. When, it, when a quarterback gets injured mid-game, you know, it, it just it is what it is. Dude, when you're a backup, get in there and dump the ball off. That's what you're supposed to do. Let your playmaker make a play in space. Make it happen. I'm tilted. Yeah. Yeah. A couple guys I think had great workloads that I wasn't considering at all um, were Aaron Jones and David Montgomery. I mean, they ended uh, up. Do not, do not talk on this podcast about David Montgomery. Like literally, dude, he does not matter. Lead, lead back, David Montgomery. Yeah, you won't play him once all year. You're tripping, dude. The Bears hey, are the Bears are too Davis, bad. What are you talking about? Way too bad to play that guy. When you hit 62% of the rushing attempt share and, and it's an above 10% target share, you're in play at those salaries. That's insane to me. Yeah, bro. He got, he got what, like 18 rushes and Mike Davis was down a three and they started like jamming him in on the goal line and gave him all those goal line rushes. Like he will probably get, I mean, he's, he to me is in a very similar category to like Marlon Mack and Derrick Henry. No, sure. he had above a 10% target share, but. I I, I, I do not – I probably am not going to buy that as repeatable week over week. I think Mike Davis will will play some more – I think there will be more games where Mike Davis has usage like week one than more games where he has usage like week two. <laughs> Nate's like, above 10% target share, you have three targets. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, it's not like the Bears passing 40 times. <laughs> like if he has one less target, he's got like – He's got a 3% target share. target share. Yeah. Like, I mean, I mean, he's fine. I just like, and in general, guys who are guys who get, uh, you know, a lot of their rushing production or a lot of their fantasy production from rushing and they play for a bad team. Uh, I'm oh, just not. Oh, oh, you mean, you mean like Josh Jacobs? Yeah. Who <laughs> we just jammed I, in. <laughs> I had, I thought that Josh Jacobs was going to be more used as a receiver though. I was wrong. I actually thought he was going to be uh, – yeah, that was a fish take. I actually thought he would be higher owned. He was only 45% owned in, in one of the giant $25 double-ups. Well, there, there probably were at least – I mean, I guess I don't know. How many people How many people late swap? Probably not enough. Yeah, maybe. I mean, maybe a couple percent. But I was, I was expecting like 67%. The way – and, you know, every, every tournament's a little different. But like in this one, Eckler, 61%. Camara sixty nine percent nice. Jacobs only forty five percent. I was I was surprised at those numbers a little bit. Yeah. Um, okay. I mean, I I think that's really that's really about uh, that's really about it at uh, running back wide receiver. Um, Sammy, you and I both uh, planned on playing Smith Schuster, Watkins, Tyrell Williams. Yeah, and that's and that's exactly what I did. And. Uh... <sighs> I just want to like off myself like how it just so so tilting to watch every receiver on the Kansas City Chiefs smash like God except Sammy Watkins who got like 13 targets and couldn't do anything with them the entire time some of them were some of them were tough but yeah I mean 
And and McCall Hardman had a 72-yard touchdown called back by a LaShawn McCoy hold, too. <laughs> so so Watkins could have been like like a pretty clear fourth on that team in fantasy points, which would have been hilarious. The the only thing that would have been better is if it was Watkins touchdown that got, that called, got back. called back. Yeah. yeah. I, that would have been that would have been the big that would have been a massive tilt. Yeah, so the, the icing on my poop Sunday. <laughs> Nate, you played Michael Thomas and Robert Woods over Smith Schuster Watkins. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, it's it was also with uh, after seeing Sammy Watkins get thirteen targets. How do you feel about that decision? I mean, the Michael Thomas over Schuster thing was was pretty clear cut for me, and then the Watkins. Yeah, and, but they were seven hundred dollars apart. Yeah, and so what was the Watkins and Woods discount? Robert Woods was literally was, not in territory of play as Sammy Watkins. He was a whole tier below. Yeah, that is that is correct. But you need to find some life like that, that you love as much as Nate loves uh, Robert Woods. Like no, no, Michael like Thomas is the one zero. that Nate loves. Michael Thomas like gives Nate heart palpitations. You were acting like the salary was zero. It wasn't. What do you mean the salary like, was zero? What, what was Woods? I mean, Juju, Juju, and Juju and Watkins was not equal to walk or to uh, Woods and, and Thomas. Yes, it was. No, it, it was. They were they were what fourteen point seven? I think uh, seven point two for Watkins and seven point five for for Juju. Yeah, and and Thomas was eight, eight. and and Woods was six point five. Oh, so it, that was literally, it was it? literally a 2v2. It was an even 2v2 salary swap. Yeah, it was like 200 bucks difference. Yeah. No, it was, it was more. I think it was like 300 plus. <laughs> so it was like 300. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was a very – Nate, it had to have been because our teams used the same salary at quarterback and our teams used the same salary at defense and the rest of our players were the same. So it had to have been close enough for it to work. Because we had the same running backs. Our, my quarterback was $100 less. My defense was $100 less. I'm, I'm so close to stabbing myself in the eye right now. Yeah, this is horrible. Yeah, this is terrible. I just, what, I'm, what I'm trying to tell you is that – It was like not, three, it was a $300 difference. And I still, to this moment, don't believe Michael Thomas – I mean, you can argue the Woods thing was fish, but like – I don't think it's fish. It just wasn't optimal. That's the difference. Like, I don't think you did something like horrible and undefensible. I just think you very clearly did not do something that was optimal. Uh, I'm going to fish on this one. Taking, taking Michael Thomas, the clear number one in one of the highest total games of the week from like, like the Michael Thomas over Juju thing was so clear cut to me. I mean, Sammy and Watkins, then, a clear number one on the highest total of the week. Yeah, against Robert Woods, who's like one of three okay. guys that, that a good team uses through the air. and Not, not playing Watkins was really bad. Correct. I, Dude, he got 13 you, targets. I'm sure he got, got 13 a targets from Patrick Mahomes. What do you think the average fantasy point expectation of 13 Patrick Mahomes target is? Like 20? Yeah, like, like at, least, at least double what Sammy Watkins actually got. Yeah. So what I had to do, obviously, because I was uh, big time trailing, was I swapped my wide receivers. Uh, I, so I got off of Darren Waller. So the pass catchers I played were Brandon Cooks, McCole Hardman, Smith Schuster had already locked, and Travis Kelsey. Um, if Hardman had not had the 72-yard touchdown called back, I would have been like pants off running around my house because I, I'm pretty sure I would have gotten there. if the Second, second straight week, just yeah. sick, sick life run out. Yeah, so I, I, I ran hot. I ran hot the once. Couldn't run hot the second time. But I, I guess I would say this about Rams wide receivers. Uh, just after watching their two games, because they the, they've been in these late games, so you just see most of it on red zone. I, I don't think I'll play any of these guys in cash maybe for the rest of the year. They, it's, it's yeah. literally their target not. distribution is too wide. But that's the same. Like So with Woods, my mistake was just believing that Woods is still – the target for for golf which he was last year um and your, i think the your other, other mistake day, nate was not buying into the brandon cook's revenge game narrative which it's I, true. I think bad move by you but i do believe that like i would much rather take michael thomas and woods in a like who i know to be clear number ones without the um without the question mark of injury and just like the assumption that Watkins is the number one with Tyreek out with Kelsey 
and with how much Mahomes is able to spread it out, doesn't make it's it, it like well, he got know. 13 think, targets. He was the number one. I understand that now looking back, but I'm saying in the moment you have to look at a variance in a target projection and a variance in target projection for Michael Thomas plus Robert Woods versus Juju and um and Sammy Watkins. When you think of like error bars with target projection. That is going to be a much more volatile situation with their number one receiver leaving, a tight end who already is the number one on that team, like, and a quarterback who can spread it out the way Mahomes does. The, the target volatility on that team, even though Watkins, obviously it worked out. He had 13 targets. But, like, now there looking back. There is no target volatility for Sammy Watkins at this, all. This is the height of irony. A, 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 a gentleman who played Robert Woods in cash trying to tell us about target volatility of Sammy Watkins. There, there, was, there was no scenario where this game would be played and Sammy Watkins would see less than eight targets. I, I would have I made under eight targets like minus 800 or, or plus 800. <laughs> Nate. I don't get Nate, it. You got you to take the L on this one, Nate, I think. This is, this is just absurd. This is just not good. Like, what, what do you think they're going to do? Throw 28 times on the road? Woods had 131 targets last year. Wood was the le- Woods was the leading targeted receiver on this team last 131 year. 131 is not even that many if you break it down per game. It's like it's like okay, fine. He had a, he had a 23 and a half target share per- percentage of this team. Okay, last what did Watkins year. Watkins target share was like 22 percent while he was healthy last year, and that was with Tyreek active. Tyreek okay. not active. Watkins was like under 15 percent last year, but but he left two track. games early. He played two games. He left two games early with injury where he played one series. Right. And, and the other thing about Woods is, is what's that data look like with and without Cooper Cup from last year? Tyreek Hill didn't even have a 23 and a half. Or Tyreek Hill had the same. Tyreek, does, Tyreek is not that style of receiver. Watkins out-targeted Tyreek in four of their games that they played together last year. I, I, wish, we could, I wish people could see the video. Nate's, Nate's about to have it. So right yeah. You already have the clear number one in Kansas City being Travis Kelsey, who is going to eat 25-plus percent of that target share. When, when Tyreek is out, to assume that now Watkins is a 25 three and a half plus percent target share projection does not make like it's not a one for one you're right it's not a one for one Watkins is actually more likely to be a high volume wide receiver than Tyreek is because of the types of routes that he runs I totally agree with your logic there Nate Well, the wood guy, thing. Guy who, lead, guy who leads the best offense in the NFL and targets in a game, not good enough in Nate's projections. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. My name is Joanne. This is my father. I know what's happening with my body. I won't be able to take care of myself. When the time comes to get more support for your parents, CARE can help you find qualified caregivers nearby. What would help me is if there could be somebody there that could check in on you. I realize I have to do it. The best decisions are made with CARE. Find help for your mom or dad at CARE.com. He got the same amount of targets as Hardman and Robinson combined. Like you, dude, you, you're just some. It's okay to be like, I thought this one thing, this one thing was wrong. I feel bad about it. Like I, like sometimes you gotta just eat the L, dude. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, just take the L, Nate. It's okay. Robert Woods had two catches, bro. He had two targets. We have not seen a game where Robert Woods is going to have two targets. He had a 23% target share of this team. You're not even making the one argument you could make right now, which is that Drew Brees getting hurt just ruined the Rams game plan and they didn't even have to air it out. Really big big error bars, big error bars on Robert Woods. Okay. I'll take, I'll take, we have just seen Robert Woods low in targets of the year at two. And we have seen 98th percentile of Sammy Watkins will not outscore, will not have more than 13 targets. I mean, we literally saw the highest we're going to see from Watkins, and we saw the lowest we're going to see from Woods, and you guys are acting like that should have been assumed. Correct. 
I don't I don't think the low for uh Woods should be assumed, but I think you probably should have been projecting Watkins towards like to have his most targeted game of the year. Yeah, we, yeah. we need to move on from this. We're, right. we're, we're we're giving Nate the L. We're moving on. Yeah, Nate, I Nate, know. hold the L. Nate, you have Yeah, it's fine. I'll take the L. I mean I took it. <laughs> uh so at tight end, um I hope everyone enjoyed Darren Waller week. This is the last yeah. time you should ever play him. I, I didn't enjoy Darren Waller week. This was my fade. I I steadfastly refused to play three Oakland Raiders in cash. And since I got talked into Josh Jacobs uh, by you, Fish, uh, I decided to fade Waller. Uh, and instead of going Ben and Waller, I went Goff and Vernon Davis, who I actually thought was in a pretty good spot. They were supposed to trail the whole time. Uh, you know, he had like seven t- – you guys very, are – Very tough scene, man. <laughs> At least you didn't play TJ Hawkinson, who you were insistent on you playing. You were going to play. I was, yeah. I was very close to Hawkinson. He <laughs> <laughs> had a lot of air yards last week, bro. Air yards. Oh, man. Dude, uh, also, also, I apologize. I'm, like, in this hotel room, and it's, like, 8 in the morning, and somebody's, like, vacuuming outside in the hall. They think no that's a good idea. No, no one can hear me. Okay, cool. I, I don't understand the not playing Waller there, Sammy. That's a fish move. Because I didn't want three Raiders, and they ended up scoring 10 points, which indeed was a great idea. Uh, but the thing to do was to just play Waller and Tyrell um, and not Josh Jacobs. But I, I just wasn't going to play three Raiders. Like, you have to understand, each of them are individual values. That is correct. But, like, playing all these three guys together, like, no crap you didn't score 130 points in cash. You played three Raiders who scored – the Raiders scored 10 points, obviously. Like that was, that was a bad decision by everybody who did it. And you guys did it. And you guys are bad. I'm going on mute. Okay. The no. reason my lineup didn't work this week had nothing to do with three Raiders and cash. It had to do with Alvin Kamara <laughs> and Michael Thomas combining for less than 30 points. My lineup, my lineup, not cashing had a lot to do with getting one point from defense and three points <laughs> from quarterback. Uh, it's just, it, you know, when you get four points combined from two year positions, I'll be honest, it is hard to cash. It what, is what did you what did you play at defense? I played the Denver Broncos at home to can't throw to his left Trubisky. Uh, I don't I, hate it. I don't hate it. I, went, I mean, I went like I thought, I literally thought they were fine. Uh, ter- but they they got zero sacks, they got zero turnovers, and and uh, Trubisky just spent the entire game uh, handing off basically. Well, I mean, that's that's kind of the issue. So when you look at point spreads, right, like one of the biggest indicators. Yeah, the fact that they were a home dog was not good. Yeah, for sure, for sure. But, you know, Davis was on the thing where, like, they win all their September games. So, like, this is a bad line. I'm just going to jam in there. They, 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 they did still cover, though. I need, I need that because they, they – Classic betting perspective, Davis. <laughs> it was uh, – hey, hey. Sammy and, I are, Sammy, and I, Sammy and I are smashing the uh, the athletic pentathlon league right now via, via <laughs> no, our- not not the superflex portion. <laughs> you and your Bill Simmons takes. Hey, you, Sammy, you know who we have in the superflex auction league? Tyrell Williams and Darren Waller. It's actually pretty slick. Yeah, yeah, but we started OJ Howard and his goose egg. Over <laughs> <laughs> nice Wait, little- Waller still got seven targets for like. Why is Waller a bad play now moving forward? I don't. If we're not playing three other, two other Raiders in cash, I don't have a problem playing. I'm, I'm, I'm actually just done with the Raiders. I like Tyrell because he's like actually a number one receiver now. Tyrell's a boss. Yeah, but I don't understand what the hate is on Waller. Like Waller at forty one hundred. I mean, I won't play him versus Minnesota because it's Minnesota. But like nothing about what we've seen from Waller seems like it's going to change going forward. No, it's just it's just that psychological construct, you know, where it's like, oh, I had this guy at three k, and then three point three k, like, you know, now he's four. I don't know, but he, mean, he's probably I'm still going to play. I'm just going to play Kelsey next week. I think that's yeah, probably sharp. Let's let's do sharp. He's the number one receiver in Kansas City. <laughs> That's probably true. Man, when when uh when Nate plays Watkins at six point eight K, I just want I'm I just really want everyone to pay a lot of attention to the fact that that's gonna happen. Watkins is an elite, elite GPP play this week, by the way. I haven't I haven't started like looking at stuff and I don't even know how viable this is, but obviously, obviously playing Watkins and Kelsey just uh, on the surface of it sounds very intriguing. Yeah. So 
Um, big, big takeaways. I actually think like stuff that happened this week is going to be kind of just like a, a massive change to how things go for the rest of the year, because with Mason Rudolph, at quarterback, those guys are not going to be playable. Uh, you know, Smith Schuster, James Connor, uh, even the, like maybe, I mean, maybe like James Washington, uh, he's 3,500 against San Francisco. Maybe he would be, uh, and, and the Saints offense, you know, Michael Thomas, Alvin Kamara, those guys have been huge parts of daily fantasy for the last two years and season-long fantasy. And those guys suck now. You, you do not want to have those guys on your teams now. Like, that's just the way it goes. <laughs> those guys suck now. One of the most efficient receivers we've seen in the past 10 years. They suck now. You, you want it? You want it? Nate, no, you, no, no. I Michael Thomas, them. bro? I, I don't want them without Drew Brees. I'm just saying. This, these guys suck now. Is this is big news for our Superflex Auction League, uh, Davis, because we don't have any good players. So the fact that there are good players with values going down might play yeah, our No, it's, it's true. It's like, hey, look, uh, Le'Veon Bell with Trevor Simeon tonight, he better freak out. <laughs> <laughs> they, better, they better just run 20 screen passes to Le'Veon Bell. Uh, I, would take, I would take 21 targets for 19 yards and just come away happy with that, I think. Uh, after, after the performance that Joe Mixon put on at home against the San Francisco 49ers, they just got absolutely toilet flushed by the 49ers. <laughs> I'm so tilted. So I had so much Jimmy Garoppolo in week one and in GPPs, and it didn't work out. And then, and then he smashed it. this week. Yeah, it's tilt. Um, I, one of my big takeaways, and I know – that many people have been on this train, but I thought this was really a breakthrough performance for Arizona on the road in Baltimore. Like that's a tough, tough scene. And Kyler Murray was just awesome. And the Arizona receivers were awesome. You know, Fitz just smashing again with over a hundred Kirk had a great game. I mean, Kyler Murray, like he hasn't even started running yet and he has back to back 300 yard games. And obviously, uh, I if his coach was not the biggest coward of the 32 NFL head coaches, they would have had a real chance to walk into Baltimore and beat what is like maybe the NFL's second or third best team. Cliff's the thing Cliff, about, Cliff Cowardsbury, is that what yeah. we're going to call him? The thing about Arizona is outside of Fitz, like it's going to be really hard to have like a sustainable target projection for these guys because he's going to spread around. Like Kirk's going to get his, Johnson's going to get his, Bird's going to get his, DJ's going to get his, like – I don't. I, I don't think, think that. I don't think that's true at all. Fitzgerald, Fitzgerald, and Kirk are stone cold locks for ten plus targets every single week. Keyshawn Johnson will be prob like Keyshawn will be third. Like I, I don't view it as it being not repeatable at all. I, I think I think Kirk is kind of just the boy every week. I, I think Andy Isabella will be like a league winner, like come like week twelve. Mm. But but Davis, you do like Larry Fitzgerald is still the guy in that offense. Like he's still going to be the one who gets. Um, most of the time, yeah, Kirk, Kirk and Fitzgerald are ten plus targets. They're throwing forty passes a week. Yeah, yeah. Um, here, here's something else I learned, and I think this is important. If the Patriots had not just absolutely mollywopped the Dolphins, I think Antonio Brown would have had a massive, massive game. Like he, it, like he was their new toy, and I think we we're all underrating. You know, remember when they got Randy Moss, and we all thought Randy Moss was like kind of dust, and then. I don't think Antonio Brown is dust. I just think he's going to like probably be suspended or something. I don't know. And, and I'm like, sure he will. But while he's playing, I, I think that it, it, they're just going to target the hell out of Antonio Brown, and he is going to absolutely smash. And I'm going to yeah. play him a lot next week. I mean, he underperformed. I mean, he literally only caught 50% of his targets. And so, like, this could have been, even without – like them passing more, he could have had a smash, smash week here. Absolutely. I mean, same, just, same, same, this for, is scratching the same for Gordon, though, too. Gordon, Gordon had five targets, only caught two of them. Yeah. Uh, that's had, like what had, Gordon does, though. Yeah. yeah. They had similar. He's always going to have a lower catch rate, though. Gordon's always going to have a low catch rate. Antonio Brown's not going to catch 50% of his passes. Like, yeah, he, I just think it was really clear that they had a new toy and who's just still pretty elite. And they were like, dude, we are, as long as he's on the team, and he's playing, we are going to target the hell out of him and, like, steal people's souls. And yeah. Dude, so are, are you guys going to play Frank Gore and Cash at home to Cincinnati next week? <laughs> better, better, better than Josh Jacobs. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, if Devin Singletary doesn't play, they are down to a fullback and TJ Yeldon, who they have not given a carry or a target to. Ooh, yet. this could be a fun, uh, a fun week for you, Davis. TJ Yeldon week all over again. Also, also – what are we what let's just let's just we need to have this conversation about defenses right because 
the Patriots broke the slate, um, like huge. Like they got they got like what like thirty eight on DraftKings, I think. Yeah. So, what do you have? You guys looked at DK prices yet? For next week, no. Yeah. No. Okay. Absolutely what do you guys? Not. I'm, what I'm do you guys, not opening the client. What What do you guys think the Cowboys at home to Miami cost? Uh, four point one. Okay, yeah, probably about four. What do you What do you think they should cost? Four probably about four. They are They are four point three. They are five hundred dollars more expensive than every other defense. Yeah, I mean, it, so we were talking about this a little earlier, but one of the biggest things you can do to pick a good defense is just pick the teams with the biggest point spreads. Yeah, like, teams are going to face the most pass attempts. Yeah, exactly. It's almost that simple. I mean, so much of, like, the line versus line stuff and all this is baked into that spread. And so this is why the, the Texans uh, – Nate and I – Nate, you played the Texans, right? Yeah. This is why we played the Texans. They were, like, eight-and-a-half or nine-point home favorites – and as much as you like Gardner Minshew's, like, you know, cool swag and, you know, 70s outfits. Dude, like they, the, almost, they almost won this game outright. Dude, Gardner Minshew ended up being, like, one of the most efficient passers of the – But it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like, the, the Texans' defense scored 10 points, right? Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why they were a way better play than the two-point underdog uh, Denver Broncos, right? And so that's – the Patriots were, like, 18-and-a-half-point favorites. And, then, just, and their defense smashed. Like, there's a – there's a, a, and studies have been done. There's a big correlation here. So, I think that that's one thing that we, you always need to be conscious of. I just can't imagine spending four point – like, allocating that much salary towards defense and cash. Yeah, you're going to say that, and then Josh Rosen is going to come in in the fourth quarter through two pick sixes, and it's going to be Coffins to a 40% own defense again. Steelers weren't 40% – or Patriots weren't 40% in cash. They were very – I know they weren't. I'm exaggerating, but they were big-time owned. Yeah, next, we, next, week, next week already seems interesting because if, if um, Deshaun Jackson and Alshon Jeffrey and Dallas Goddard are all not out, like, we're, like, welcome to Nelson Aguilar Chalk Week. Like, Nelson Aguilar is going to be, like, is going to be the new Josh. That drop yesterday tilted me so much. Well, Even my I mean, showdown slate was tilting. Yeah. I mean, it, I, yeah, I, I tweeted last night, there's nothing sadder in Daily Fantasy – than then the Sunday night football showdown slate where 50,000 dudes who spent all day losing money no. fire open their laptops no. and try and justify the no, time. Next week's that. a Jameis week. Next week's a Jameis week. He's like down, down at like 5-4 or something, going up against the Giants who are the worst at home. It's a Jameis Godwin week for me. Uh, Wentz will probably end up being the cash play. 5,600 at home to Detroit. I haven't even looked yeah, at projections. With no receivers. With no receivers. I'm one uh, I, I mean, I, I'm not even looking at the slate. Like, I still need to figure out a way to, like, go fund me, like, some money to, like, enter <laughs> contests next week. Sammy, Sammy, we got to – Sammy, we got to uh, we gotta go sell some blood this week. We got to go find the blood <laughs> yes. donation centers in, uh, you know, somewhere in, uh, you know, you know that, that's, really, nice. that's really it. <laughs> the worst thing about having a bad week is when you have to come out and talk about your stupid decision. Yeah, imagine imagine getting done with that slate yesterday and then at 7 o'clock having to go on TV and talk about the slate for two hours. Well, Sounds you know what terrible. I did is I got done with that slate and then I played some showdown and then lost even more because I freaking played. I, oh. I, I, like, I know I do say this a lot, but I think, I think yesterday was the most money I've ever lost in a single day. <laughs> what's, what's Bitcoin at right now? <laughs> yeah, well, I, I, had a, I had like the best day I've ever had in college football on Saturday. So I just was like all night long, I was just entering more tournament teams because I was like, the money keeps rolling in the account. <laughs> so, uh, so why not? And uh, yeah, like it was, you know, it's just one of those things. And none of them had Patriots defense and now you're poor. <laughs> No, I just thought I was being super sharp with my Broncos at home call, dude. They just the altitude, the altitude is so bad. Trubisky can't throw to his left. <laughs> yeah, he can't throw to his left. Uh, I do actually. I so I actually do have a serious question for you, Sammy. So, so Roth, let's say Roethlisberger misses a month, but we also get James Conner out for a month. What do you spend on uh, on Jalen Samuels and or Benny Snell and Fab? I mean, I, I probably oh, probably literally, literally, ball. as we as we are on air right now, no. uh, ben, no. Big Ben done for the year. Like literally, like this not not retirement, uh, but he's having elbow surgeries out for the year. 
He just uh, needs to retire. Just, I mean, there's no way he's coming back. From- can I can I swear on this show? Can I? I, I shouldn't. I I'm 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 beside myself with tilt right now. <laughs> so uh, I hate football so much. Like this is just the absolute worst. Like why do we why do we do this to ourselves? Like no, oh, I love this team. I got this jersey. You, do you guys know I'm going to the 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 San Francisco uh, Steelers game next week? I want to sell my tickets on eBay. No, Mason Rudolph. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hold on. I'm gonna Amazon a Mason Rudolph jersey right now. <laughs> when can it be here? <laughs> Oh, oh man, that was some amazing gold. live. I wish I wish we were streaming right now. This would be amazing. This is gold. Dude, I'm like in my in a wife beater in like this like hotel in downtown LA, and I'm about to like drive home and just like <laughs> stew and tilt for six hours. Just the stone worst. Listening to podcasts about how Ben's done for the year. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Sammy. <laughs> My wife's going to be like, oh, it's okay, honey. I'm Welcome home. And you're gonna... do, you think, do you think the Steelers are Do you think the Steelers are tilting that they traded Josh Dobbs? No. no I thought, I thought Dobbs. Dobbs was the primary backup. No, dude, they, they drafted Rudolph in the third round, the, the, the pick we stole from uh, the Raiders. Rudolph to Washington. Yeah. I'm going to have to listen to Adam Leviton, Leviton the, the, the for like a week. Just I'm tilted. Wow. Tough yeah. scene, man. <laughs> the, the definition of a tough scene. I, I think I'm probably going to go through all my leagues right now and try and send super low ball trade offers for Smith Schuster. Just the lowest. <laughs> I'll give you Josh Jacobs for Juju Smith-Schuster, who says no. Uh, that's, the, that's, the way, that's the way you profit off of this news. Let's see. What does uh, – do are the Steelers in the main slate? Can we end, can we end this podcast? Fine. We can, I just wanted, Sammy to see, just wants to be done. I wanted to see what the 49ers defense cost, but that's fine. Uh, all right. Yeah. End of this podcast. We end it with some prime Sammy Reed tilt. Sammy uh, tilt. Everyone – Everyone, we will uh, we will be back next week. Hopefully, uh, a little less tilted. <laughs>